What's up, End Times Church? This is your brother Nico, and welcome to the Rumble Reverend Podcast. Today is Friday, October 15th, and uh, just an update on everything. Um, so I'm starting this uh, roadside assistance uh, side gig. So I appreciate some prayer if, uh, to for protection, you know, travel mercy. You know, there's some wild drivers out. And, um, and also that I drive safely and pray for more work. Uh, the company I'm working with is uh, pretty new to the Phoenix area. So, so I'm just I'm asking for prayer for the company called uh, Roadside Warriors. And uh, we would get more work here in Phoenix. And in particular, in the east part of uh, Phoenix, uh, where I live, uh, which is in Mesa, in that area if you're familiar with it but it's in the East Valley part of Phoenix uh, anyway uh, also um, just been really busy um, last week I was just uh, trying to concentrate on on uh, collecting the tools I need and, and try to get the experience I need in order to do roadside assistance and I finally got all my tools with some tools I had to order online and they took a while, uh, but I mostly got everything. I'm doing pretty good, you know, jumping, jump, uh, jumping batteries, changing out tires, uh, you know, spare tires, um, fuel delivery, and um, so I mean, I'm doing all right. I I I, I enjoy what I do, and um, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I have the freedom to work whenever I like, and. Um, or work a certain job if I don't want to drive all the way across town, I don't have to. And uh, so I'm just trying it out, you know, eventually I want to go into business for myself. So I, I'm asking for prayer, you know, uh, I'm trying to make moves now to where I can, um, so I can do that. And uh, so where I can be independent and have my own business. And uh, that's kind of where I want to be at. Uh, so anyway, uh, today's subject for uh, my podcast is, is masturbation a sin? Now, some might argue that it's not because you're not having sex with someone um, and, you know, you're kind of keeping it all to yourself and you're just pleasing yourself. Well, there's a problem couple problems with that first I want to address is you know you're keeping it to yourself it's a it's, it's a selfish act because I believe that um, sex in the context of biblical uh, in, in the Bible the only sex that God honors is between a married couple man and woman uh, any kind of sex outside of that including masturbation, is a sin. It, essentially, masturbation is having sex with yourself, and not only that, you're either stimulating yourself with images in your mind um, and, and lusting and committing adultery with someone, and then, or you're watching pornography or looking at pictures uh, to, to pleasure yourself. So, and once again, there's that key word, yourself, very selfish, where 
you know, for, uh, husbands and wives are commanded to submit to one another and, and that they should, uh, the, 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 the sexual wants and desires of, of, of your spouse should be important. You know, what their wants and needs are and how they like it and, and the frequency and all that. And I believe that, you know, the, the more love you make as a, as a, in, in a marriage, the closer you are, the bond is closer. Um, and, and, and also in times where, uh, times of distress, of sadness, or a lot of high stress or anger, you know, making love or, or uh, after an argument, making love after, or, uh, you know, when you're feeling tired or feeling, or you, you know, you can't sleep. Uh, but like I said, you know, it has to be in context of what the Bible says. We know that the Bible says that, that, um, that for example, if a man and a woman who are not married uh, get together and sleep together, that's called fornication. Uh, if uh, people of the opposite sex get together, that's uh, another form of, of, of fornication. Um, so, even though you masturbate, that's it's a selfish act, and on top of that, it's it's a sexual act outside of the context that God of the rules and the uh, that govern sex and marriage. Sex and marriage go hand in hand. Uh, sex outside of marriage is wrong and is a sin. And uh, but on the other hand, is marriage without sex is a sin because you're not supposed to be withholding sex from your husband or your wife or use it as a way to manipulate your spouse to make them do things you want them to do. Like, oh, you want some? Well, uh, how about you do this and that for me? You know, it's not a quid pro quo. You know, it, uh, it's a uh, love making is a is a, is a selfless, and you know it should be about wanting to express the most intimate way, uh, the love, the physical love you have for your spouse, and you should it should be in your mindset to what to please your spouse. There shouldn't be, well, I got mine, have a good night. No, that's not, that isn't, that's, that's very selfless. I mean, excuse me, selfish. Um, you should, but I know that the, the subject matter I'm speaking of is uh, taboo. And I just recently read um, the Song of Solomon. And if you haven't read it, you know, it's eight chapters. They're very short. You read each chapter in a couple minutes. Um very a lot of poetic um, sexual imagery but it also expresses it's a, it's a type and a foreshadow of the love that Christ has for the church and it's a very deep love um, that's that's kind of what I took from uh, my reading in, in Song of Solomon uh, the, it's just a, a deep love, you know. The Shulamite that uh, doesn't feel like they're up to par, but uh, the, the, their beloved, they're, they, they're the ones who who are the, who qualify them and say, "No, you, you, I accept you. I want you. You're, you're you ravish me." 
you know, and then that way, and the Lord is, his love, he's ravished over us, he's head over heels uh, over uh, his people, so if you ever want to see a type and foreshadow of the love that Christ has for the church, and the type of love a husband should have towards his wife, and even perhaps a, uh, a kind of sort of relationship a uh, husband or wife should look at you know take a take a a quick uh, how would you say gl um, glance in the Song of Solomon and read it and read it and, and study it. There's a lot of good YouTube videos out there uh, that would explain or give uh, a little more deeper meaning. There's a lot of imagery used there and some of those things like doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Not to not that it doesn't. It's just I'm sure that there's a context. And, uh, and that it like this imagery of this actually means this like oh okay you know we, we got to remember that in the time when this was written you know certain words and certain things were used to describe uh, people places and things that nowadays that kind of language isn't used anymore um, so we had to kind of dig a little deeper and it's like what exactly was Solomon saying uh, in this verse, I really think that uh, Song of Solomon chapter four was very romantic. I really felt like, man, I really, I would love to say this stuff to my wife. I want to, like, oh my goodness, you know. Um, so, you know, so, and so, how does this Song of Solomon and masturbation come together? Well. I'm trying to show you the kind of like the the, the the yin and the yang, the the the, uh, the good and the bad, what what's honored by God and what God what displeases God. You know, we see the song of, Sol song of Solomon, and you read uh, you read in Ephesians, like in Ephesians chapter five, about the responsibilities of a husband and a wife. You know, and then you see, you know, the what what are the consequences of. Of masturbation. Masturbation can lead to many other things, different kinds of perversions, and uh, could lead you to sin, which will lead you to death. So, but if you struggle with masturbation, what can you do? If you don't know Christ, I invite you to seek Him. The Bible says, you know, that Jesus, when He started His ministry, He said that to repent and believe in the gospel. Well, what does repent mean? Repent means to turn around. It's to basically do a U-turn. So right now, if you're in sin, you're going down the path of sin. To, do, to repent is to do a 180 and start doing it God's way, the complete opposite. So what is the gospel? The good news is that God has made one way for us to be saved. And it's through Jesus Christ. Well, what did Jesus Christ do? Jesus Christ, from the very beginning, after the fall of men, God had prophesied that he would send a Savior to save mankind. You, you fast forward to the time of Christ, after all the prophecies uh, over, the, uh, over the time in the Old Testament. The Old Testament speaks of types and foreshadows of Christ. Every character, every story has a type of foreshadow you just got to dig and look and it's there but then you get into the new testament and all of those pro old testament prophecies were fulfilled through christ there were over 300 
prophecies of the, of the Savior and Jesus Christ fulfilled each one perfectly. So, not only that, Christ lived a life that we could not live. And by the way, Christ means anointed one. So it's not a last name, it's not a surname. Jesus Christ means Jesus the anointed one, Jesus the King, Jesus the Lord. So, he lives a life we can't live. He obeys all the Ten Commandments and all 600 plus laws of the, uh, um, of the Jewish law. And then all the blame, all the sin, all the shame and guilt from that, that, that we inherited through our ancestor Adam at the fall in, in, in the Garden of Eden was put on Christ. There was an exchange at the cross. Our sin was given to Christ and put all on Him. Everyone who believes in Him. All their sin. And then the the righteous, perfect life of Jesus was is put into our account. It's imputed to us. It's it's given to us as a credit. And it, and it belongs to us. Now God can commune with us. Now God can have a relationship with us. Now God can, when He looks at you or me who are born again, who are covered by the blood of Jesus, He, he doesn't see a sinner. He sees His Son. He sees Christ. Therefore, the, the just like in Passover when they were um, in the story of Moses where uh, they were telling the, the, the Israelites to put the blood on the on the mark the marks of their door, and if the and if the, the the angel of death saw that, the, the he would pass over. So in that type of foreshadow, when God sees the blood of Christ, it's a symbolic view. It's a symbolic thing. When he sees that you are a born again Christian, that you have proclaimed faith in Jesus and believe that he rose from the dead. Uh, three days after he was crucified, if he, he sees that, how he does it, I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know. I just believe this stuff by faith. That he doesn't see that. He doesn't see anger. He doesn't see like I want to. You know, this person is deserving of my wrath. And if anything, we we become deserving of his peace, uh, we're deserving of his love, deserving of his forgiveness, deserving of his grace, deserving of his mercy. Deserving of his loving kindness, deserving of his patience. Only because of Christ. And it's one way, not several ways. There are no several ways. There's only one way to Christ. Jesus said in John 14, 6 that he was the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can come to the Father but through him. So what must I do, Brother Nico, to be saved? Believe in Jesus. And turn from your sins. Repent. There is a place called hell. And if you don't repent, you will go there. I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you. I'm warning you. God's word has judged. God has called sin, sin. He has said what, what pleases him or what does not. Repent and believe in the gospel. We don't really... You know, I, I know I talk about things, but I always want to talk about Jesus. I always want to talk about the gospel. Because it's so important, because there's so many preachers that don't tell you that you need to repent from your sins. 
that you need to turn from them. They don't care. All they care about is your money and your attendance. They don't care about your soul, but I care about your soul. And if I care, how much more does Christ care about yours? That he sent me, he sent others to tell you to repent of your sins, to turn and to believe in him by faith. It's by God's grace. It's unmerited, undeserved favor. Because we don't deserve it. It's God's gift of salvation so that nobody can boast. And nobody can say, oh, I'm so good that God saved me. No. God's salvation should bring forth humility, not arrogance. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm just so good. And I know now I can look down at people. No. I'm not good. I wasn't good. But God saved me anyway. And it's salvation should bring forth humility. Because it is humbling. Uh, I, I owed God death with all of the sins that I ever committed. But yet, God had mercy on me. And he saved me. And he's saving me. In Jude, it says that through Christ, we are called, we are beloved, and we are kept. We are sanctified and preserved in Christ. Another, another thing, I just pray that this word goes out. I pray that some, if somebody's struggling with masturbation or pornography repent do whatever you gotta do in order to to not sin if you gotta throw away your laptop if you gotta turn off your Wi-Fi, if you gotta put on a, a, a some kind of blocker on your on your phone or on your uh, on your devices if you gotta um, you know all I can't look at that Stop unfollowing pages that, you know, I know like I'm a car guy and I've had to unfollow pages because they have girls all over these cars um, and I like, I can't look at that. That's disrespectful to my wife. That's, that, that woman is, is, a, is made in the image of God and I'm not, I'm not there to be looking at her uh, and, and not when I have, and whether I was single or married, because God has called that a sin. Nothing. It's, it's because that, the, the seed gets put in. Something gets planted into you. You got to reject it. You got to rebuke that in Jesus' name. Like, no, I reject that picture. I reject that thought that came to my mind. Because my meditation should be pleasing to God. And that I should not allow any vile thing to cross my the, the path of my vision. You know, we, you know in, to be a, a Christ follower is to be holy because God is holy. God is unique. God is separate. God is different. And God says that a mark of his people is that they are sexually pure. That they are, they're, even in, in uh, Ephesians 6, it says that the sexually immoral will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
Repent of sexual immorality. Repent from pornography. Repent from pervertedness. Repent from from those things. Why does it matter so much to God our sexuality, whether we're straight or we're gay or if we're uh, married or not, or if I'm sleeping with uh, with men or women or with things or or whatever? Why is God so? Why is God so? Why is he? Why does it matter to God? Well, because He designed it. That's enough. And it's His. It belongs to Him. And by His design, sex is between a, a husband and a wife. And that's what God honors. That relationship. Nowadays, you know, people don't want to do that. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just... I don't need a piece of paper. Well, it's not the piece of paper. It's a covenant. It's the promise that I'm going to stick with you. And I... And, and not only that, whether good, bad, or ugly, poor, through sickness, uh, whatever, we're going to stick together. And not only that, I'm gonna, I have witnesses, all my guests, all my friends, all my family members are here to watch me. And I'm doing it right here in front of this ordained minister who's, who a church has authorized to, to join people in holy matrimony. And not only that, if you're a Christian, uh, that Christ needs to be the center of your marriage. Strive to have Christ in the center. You may, well, how do you do that, Brother Nico? Read your Bible. Pray at the same time. If you're a husband, read what a husband should do. If you're a wife, read what a wife should do. Let me, let me, let me, hold on. Let me back up a little bit. Read what a Christian husband and a Christian wife should do. Husbands, you should also know what your, uh, what your wife should be doing. But that doesn't mean, oh, wait a minute, the Bible says you need to be submissive to me. No, well, if you read a little more, it also says that we need to be submissive to one to each other. And that when God created man and woman, he gave them different roles, but he they were equal. Women and men are both image bearers of God. Therefore, they deserve the same love and respect that either they're, they're, they're just, they just they, they deserve that same love and respect there shouldn't there's ladies you're already equal with men it's the culture that has made the the equality inequality it's the culture god already from the beginning had said that men and women are are equal our responsibilities are different i can't birth a child but a woman can and sure, there's women out there who can lift heavy things, but man, there's certain things that men can do that women can't. But that's okay. That doesn't it, just because it makes us different. That doesn't necessarily mean that it, that it, it's a bad thing. Where the, you know the the woman was created for the man to complement him, because there wasn't in all creation a suitable helper. So God was like, you know, it's not really good for Adam for man. To be by himself. Let me go ahead and make him a suitable help. Let me make him a partner. Somebody that will keep him company. Somebody who's like him. And God did that. And created a woman. And he took it from... He took... He put Adam in a deep sleep and took the rib. And many people say that the reason God took a rib was because... He didn't take it from his head. 
so that she would lower over him, and she and got her to take the bone from the feet so that he so that he could walk all over her, but side by side. And also, did you know that the rib is the only bone that could grow back in a human body? Um, I I watched something recently, and I was amazed. I didn't know that if let's say they take a rib out of you, you can grow it back. It'll grow back. I didn't know that. Maybe you know, fact check me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't expect for this podcast to go where it went. I just, you know, um, I've been praying and asking the Lord. What should I do a podcast about? And there have been a lot of things going on in the news and, and in the world and uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I'd ask the Lord, what's you know, what is on your heart? What is it you want me to talk about? What is it you want me to say? Well, I want the Lord wanted to say that masturbation is a sin and that any sex out of the context uh, that he has prescribed in the Bible is a sin. And to call the people to repentance and to preach the gospel so that they could be saved. If, if you're on Anchor FM, you can send me a voice message. If you're on any other platform, if you want to contact me, uh, my email is rumble.reverend at gmail.com. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, brother.nico. And I'm also on Twitter, uh, Nick, I think it's Nico Diaz one. And, um, send me a message. Um, if you want to pray, um, if you need some scripture, um, if you want to, you know, add on to this, you want to talk about it, if you want to share your testimony, anything, let me know. I'd love to, uh, you know, I, I really would like to have somebody on, you know, I could, we can have a, uh, one, as a guest. Four, Sorry about that. I just got a phone call from my wife. I'm on, uh, I'm in the middle of a parking lot right now. Um, I'm clocking out from roadside assistance. Uh, but anyway, to conclude, uh, I think I was wrapping up the podcast was that uh, any form of sex outside of the context of, of what the Bible says is, uh, about sex and marriage is a sin. It doesn't matter whether you're straight or gay or, or whatever. Um God's the one who designed sex. God's the one who designed marriage, and He gets to say what, how it goes, and who does it, and how, and what not to do. And yeah, masturbation is one of those things. And I know there's people who perhaps think or are being deceived that that they can get away with that. But you know, you should wait. You should wait until you're married. Uh, even the Bible says that you know if you can't, it's better to you know, be married and to burn with passion, you know, um, but anyway, I just want to, uh, conclude this episode with prayer of Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much, I just pray for this message to go out, I pray that if it needs to correct, uh, or, or call someone to repentance, I pray for that, I pray your word, uh, pro- goes out of your mouth and does not return to you void i pray that whatever your the purpose you have for this word to let it let it let it uh, return to you uh with a harvest father 
and I would thank you uh, through your son Jesus Christ and, and Father I just pray for my listeners that you would multiply mercy peace and love to your people in Jesus name amen God bless you thank you so much for tuning in to the Rumble Reverend Podcast I am your host your brother Nico and have a good one peace